thank you for joining me on another episode of She Leads Now podcast, where we help career and entrepreneurial women gain the tools to develop a success mindset, create winning strategies, build collaborative relationships, and take bold action towards creating impact and fulfillment in their lives and careers. I'm your host, Sabine Gideon, and I'm on a mission to awaken and activate women and emerging leaders so they can tap into their innate leadership ability, elevate their influence, and create the impact they were destined to make. If you're ready to up-level your confidence, courage, and influence, you've come to the right place. Join me weekly for insights, strategies, and resources to help you grow, develop, and embody the leader you were meant to be so that you can make the impact you know you are called to make and establish the legacy you've always dreamed. The world eagerly awaits the emergence of your brilliance, impact, and influence. So with that, let's dive into this week's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of She Leads Now. I'm your host, Sabine Gideon, and I'm excited to be bringing you a solo episode this week. Hopefully it's a short one, but we'll see how things go. Um, Just wanted to bring actually for this week a couple of quick announcements and heads up to those of you who are listeners of the show. So if you are tuning in for the very first time, welcome. I'm happy to have you here uh, and joining us. And for those of you who have been here for a while, uh, thank you for tuning in this week. I appreciate having you here. So I wanted to do a real quick uh, recap of the Lead Hership in Action series. So for the last few weeks, as you've noticed for the interview style uh, episodes, I have brought back on individuals that I interviewed during the original Lead Hership Reloaded series. And the reason for that was obviously because I released the book uh, with that same title um, based on our conversations. I also wanted to do a check-in to see, you know, a year later, what has changed? What progress have we made throughout society and and for women in general uh, with regards to leadership, with regards to navigating our careers and really taking ownership of our leadership identity and authority? And I believe I interviewed roughly about 10 of the women that I originally spoke to. And based on our conversations, especially if you've been listening in for the last several weeks, you can, you've can you heard that while there has been some progress, obviously there's still a lot of room to go. And as we know, Rome was not built in a day. So the expectation that, you know, there would be a complete 180 in just uh, a year, you know, is not really realistic. But at the same time, there are some things where I do believe that we were making progress on this time last year. As I shared on the episode with Bertine Crevacore West, uh, I can't remember the number specifically, but, you know, part of growth is that feeling of moving backwards. And so while we have made a lot of strides as a society, um, especially in the areas of more women stepping into leadership roles, we've seen some uh, traction on the DEI side. We've also seen some uh, improvement or more focus uh, in organizations with 
focusing on leadership development, both for women, emerging leaders, underrepresented groups. We also know that those same three areas faced a lot of setbacks Um, with the DEI. uh, Again, we did make strides. Uh, A lot of organizations have made strides in really creating um, or trying to create sustainable DEI strategies. Uh, But then we also saw stuff like the rulings um, that came through this year that really impacted affirmative action in certain areas. So it's like that two steps forward, one step back. Um, I'm still uh, optimistic and still hopeful that as for the organizations who are committed, who are truly committed, as they really dig deep and invest and take the time to monitor and to um, to prioritize their DEI, their inclusion, their equity strategies within their organizations, that they will see that they will be the ones to see ROI and returns that most organizations have not seen before. Um, on the leadership side, we're seeing more organizations refocus or reassess their succession planning. Um, and so just this year, you know, we in the top 500, we had about 52, uh, 52 or 53 women CEOs. Uh, we lost one, Roz, uh, who uh, was the CEO of Walgreens, but then gained another. And then we've also seen stories uh, in the news in smaller organizations. And by smaller, I just mean that they're not in the Fortune 500, uh, but still significant size organizations. We've seen women, more women step into the CEO role as well. So and, and not only just more women stepping into the CEO role, but more succession as women were leaving, there were women ready to take their place. So that's another positive, um, hopeful, (laughs) um, aspirational thing that I I wish to see more and more of in the coming years. And then lastly, as it relates to the structured leadership development at all levels in organizations, um, I mentioned in my book, based on my conversation with Hema Crockett, about this whole democratized leadership philosophy And we're starting to see more and more of that within organizations, but more importantly, more and more organizations are investing in coaching, are investing in development, you know, moving beyond just the well-being, but the skill building around leadership for first-time managers. Um, I've personally been working with some organizations through their DEI functions to provide leadership development to the ERG leaders, uh, individuals who are obviously leading entire, you know, committees or or groups, if you will, uh, on the side of their regular day-to-day job, they are now getting additional leadership development, additional skill building to help them improve, not just as leaders within the DEI function, but also leaders across the organization. So that's another place where, again, you know, small strides, but still strides nonetheless. So I was excited to have these conversations with these women. Um, If you haven't already checked back, I believe it's episode 79 through about 90. And there's a couple of, of solo ones sprinkled in there, but you can go back, you can listen, you can hear what's changed, where do we still have room, and also what's ahead, what's ahead for 2024. Uh, Based on the conversations, it sounds like, you know, there's going to be a lot more focus on DEI just differently. So rather than, you know, let's let's just get all of the underrepresented groups in from a attraction perspective, how do we really build out strong engagement programs um, and strategies that allow those who are in underrepresented groups that are in the organization feel like this is the place that they want to work. Um, I was reading an article not too long ago. Uh, it surveyed, I think McKinsey did it, 
it surveyed uh, several, you know, Fortune 500 CHROs and asked them, you know, what were they seeing as like the big priorities for 2024? And on the good side, the priority is around hiring. So while we have seen 2023 uh, come with a lot of layoffs, a lot of, um, you know, organizations making massive cuts, organizations still recognize that they still need people in order to operate. So the CHROs that were surveyed said that they were going to prioritize hiring um, because the need is there, as well as prioritizing engagement um, and development of individuals who are there. So, you know, the, the saying goes or the statistic goes for every person that you lose in that first year, you're you're spending about one and a half times their salary. So while organizations were quick to react this year with, you know, the threat of the recession and the market volatility and AI and everything else, they are recognizing that, wait a minute, I, yes, we cut here, but we put ourselves at a disadvantage because now if the people we do have, the people who were left, so to speak, uh, do decide to leave, then, you know, we're, we're not going to be in a good place. So it, that's positive and hopeful to know. One thing I also wanted to note that, you know, uh, especially in times like this, when for those of you who are listening, you may have been impacted at some point this year. So, you know, I, I want this to, to serve as some encouragement for you. What I'm hearing also on the grounds is that a lot of organizations who did make those cuts, it's because they looked at their organization, they looked at the skill sets that they needed to be able to compete in, you know, the new normal or whatever the, the new age of technology, the new age of business is, and started to assess some of the roles that were more manual or perhaps um, no longer needed or no longer valuable in the organization. And I know when they're making that decision, it doesn't always necessarily feel like, oh, it was just a decision about the role and not the person. But nonetheless, as organizations started to look at what are the skill sets that we need in our organization to be able to survive and be competitive in, you know, 2024 and beyond, they decided to cut some that they deemed less valuable um, and only to reallocate that money towards positions that were more focused on people with skill sets that were either, you know, strong AI or other different types of uh, skill sets. So what we're seeing, and just like any recession, you know, there's always that fear of like, oh my gosh, there's no money, there's no money. And, and the truth is, that's not what a recession means. A recession just simply means that there's a transfer. Um, so the, the money where it was being spent one place is now going to be spent somewhere else. And that's exactly what we're seeing in organizations. That's what, exactly what we're seeing in all sectors where they are looking at these are this is where we've allocated resources before. We need to reallocate these resources. So they're cutting on one end, but then they're reallocating it other places. And those other places are partly in technology and software and systems and whatnot, but it's also in people. So hopefully that that recap uh, for those of you who have been impacted this year, if you are in the search, just know that 2024, there's expected to be a surge of hiring. I would say for anyone who is in that space, this is the time to really level up your skill set. Um, while companies can make decisions all day long about what they think is best for them, you are an asset. You are your own company. So I strongly encourage uh, for anyone who is listening who may be in that space to be asking yourself, what is your skill taxonomy? 
what are your key skill sets and what are the organizations um, that might really truly value it? Or if there are areas that you're passionate about that you would want to really build out the skill, how can you make that happen during this time? Um, This also impacts those who are in the entrepreneurial space, especially if you service organizations, right? Um, That means that if you are in the professional coaching and development like I am, if you are in training, if you offer any type of service, even if it's well-being, whatever it is, organizations are really digging down in trying to create engagement and retention for their employees. So if you have a product or if you have a service that can help support these organizations do that because they recognize the cost is great in losing the people that they that they have retained, um, this is a perfect time to start looking at your, um, your business model, the services that you offer, and how can you leverage those services to support the organizations, to support the employees within the organization so that they can continue to uh, retain their jobs and grow in their jobs as well. So that's what I have for you. If you haven't had a chance to to listen to those episodes, I encourage you to go ahead and do so. If you haven't had a chance to grab the book, I Lead Hership Reloaded, which was published uh, earlier this fall, please feel free to do so on Amazon. I will include the link in the show notes. So be sure to check that out. Or you can just search my name, Sabine Gideon, um, and it will come up. So it's available in paperback and Kindle right now. I do have plans to put it on Audible. I had to put those plans to to the back burner to focus on some other things, which I'm going to share a little bit with you. Um, One other thing that I wanted to share is that we are coming up on our one year anniversary. And I I think I should. Yeah, I did share this earlier, but I, I need to repeat it. So we are coming up on our two year anniversary, excuse me, two year anniversary in January. And also just recently found out that uh, She Leads Now is rated in the top five uh, percent of all podcasts. And so top five, this is out of three, over three million podcasts globally. So that is huge. And I cannot thank you enough uh, for everyone who's ever tuned in, subscribed, rated, whatever. Thank you so much for your support, for your encouragement and helping us to reach that. And with that, I want to spotlight you. So I shared this before. If you would like to be spotlighted or spotlit, whatever the word is, please send me an email at support at sabinegideon.com. In the subject line, just write, I want to be in the spotlight and I will reach back out. We can either schedule a quick 30 minute interview where, you know, you share your journey, um, you share about the work that you do. Or if you're in business, you can share about your products and your services. But the point is, I know that we could not have gotten to over 5,000 downloads and um, in the top 5% without your support and without your listenership. And I want to use the anniversary month as a way to spotlight you. And if you're not comfortable being on the podcast itself, you can do a quick Q&A and I will read it off um, and still highlight you. So send me an email to support at sabinegideon.com. Subject line, I want to be in the spotlight and I will be happy to spotlight you. Now, the the caveat to that is I only have five spots because there are only five uh, Wednesdays in in January. So uh, it's a first come, first serve. Please don't delay so that we can get this information out. And ideally, I would like to have all of the submissions in by the 30th of December. So that only leaves about two and a half weeks or so 
for you to submit that. Um, otherwise, I don't want to um, I don't I don't want to rush things once we start rolling for production in January. So I look forward to seeing your emails and I look forward to spotlighting you. And then, the well, the second to the last thing that I have for you is as as it relates to the anniversary of the podcast, some changes are coming. So I'm going to give you a sneak peek. Um, I've actually been doing a lot of work with regards to planning for the business. As you know, if you've been listening uh, this year, you know that I've gone through some major personal transformations myself. The business has gone through transformations. And I really feel like uh, this coming year is a year in which everything is aligning. And so that's that's my word of the year uh, for 2024 alignment. And actually next week, I'm going to do an episode uh, where I walk you through this process that I use with my clients to help them determine their word of the year. Um, if you haven't already done it before, or if you just, you know, usually wake up on the first and just ask yourself, well, what am I feeling? Um, you can be a little bit more uh, strategic and intentional using this process. So I will share that with you. Nonetheless, because my word of the year is alignment. I realized that, you know, week after week, I come on with amazing powerhouses and we talk all things business, all things organization, all things career, which is great. This is this is what the podcast was originally created to do. However, as I've evolved and as I've transformed, I realized that I can support you all in a much greater capacity, similar to what I do with my one-on-one -on -one clients. Um, my coaching approach is very holistic with the people that I coach with one-on-one. -on -one. And so I want to make sure that that alignment or that through line is evident in everything that I produce and everything that I put out there in every way that I support other people. So that means that She Leads Now is going to expand beyond just career and business and organizations to really look at who we are holistically as women and where we need support. And so I, I call it the, the seven dimensions of wealth, if you will, um, and wealth not being attached to just money. Because if you think about it as in our being, we are um, the dimensions that, that make us who we are, our emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, and relational or social, if you want to define it that way, uh, I add in financial and generational. So in the coming year, I plan to ensure that the content is a lot more broader and services every aspect of who we are. Uh, if you've heard me say it before, how we do things one way is how we do things every way. And when there are inconsistencies, when there are when there is lack, when there are gaps in one part of our life, trust and believe it's going to show up in the other places. So I want to be able to support those who listen on a weekly basis in feeding your mind, feeding your soul, feeding your bank account, feeding every part of you on a week to week basis. So uh, be on the lookout for that. And She Leads Now is also getting a new name. I won't release that just yet. I will release that at the top of the year, um, but wanted to give you the heads up so that the, the name of the show aligns with what we're going to focus on. And also, if people are searching for what we talk about on a week to week basis, it'll be easier for them to find it. So that's what I have for you in terms of just a recap of 2023 updates for 2024. One key thing that I will leave you with is I, I have not talked about this enough and I plan on doing just a separate, really short episode to walk through it. But She Leads Now, or I'm sorry, She Leads Network, which is the network that I founded back in 2021. 
uh, is is open for enrollment. And so She Leads Network is meant to be a space where ambitious, impact-driven, growth-minded women come together, we collaborate, we have community and coaching. So there's a lot of components included in being a member of She Leads Network, including um, monthly training, peer-to-peer coaching, um, Q&A and office hours, a on-demand learning portal. And so it's really me taking all that I do with my one-on-one clients on a regular basis and have been doing for the past five years in putting it into the space where I can serve more people. And I think I've shared this before, you know, my desire is to serve as many women as I can and my capacity to support everyone on a one-on-one basis, as you can imagine, is very, very limited. So I've taken everything that I've learned, everything that I've used, everything that has been successful with prior clients, and I've packaged it into She Leads Network for those who will join. Now, it's not just a regular networking group where you you come together, we sit on Zoom, and we call it a day. It is meant to help you build the skills, help you build the confidence that you need, build your social capital, build your um, your capacity to impact the areas in which you have influence over. And so you can learn more about it at SheLeadsNetwork.com. All of the details, I've updated the website, so all of the details are on the page. I am currently enrolling. The goal is to have um, our first uh, meeting at the top of January, so the second week of January. So check it out. If you have questions, of course, please feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to answer your questions, but I would love to have those of you who are listening be part of this um, new launch or relaunch, I should say so that we can continue to build, we can continue to grow, we can continue to collaborate and affect change uh, as we have been doing on a broader scale, leveraging each other's resources and networks. So again, She Leads Network enrollment is now open. There are two, um, two plan options. And again, you'll see all this on the website and I'll do a separate episode next week just for that. So with that, I will leave you. Have a wonderful rest of the week. I will talk with you soon. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of She Leads Now. If you found today's episode helpful or got a piece of insight that you plan to implement in your business or organization, I would love to hear from you. Connect with me on LinkedIn at Sabine Gideon, that's my handle, and send me a private message or feel free to go ahead and leave a review on either Apple or Spotify. I also invite you to share this episode with anyone in your network who you think might benefit from this content. Lastly, be sure to check the show notes and the description below for links to resources, including relevant downloads, articles, and any upcoming training. Until we chat again, have a blessed and powerful week.